brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Special Prosecutor Larry Clayman. I'm the only lawyer ever to obtain a court ruling that a president of the United States committed a crime. For truth, for competition. As a young lawyer, I helped break up AT&T. That's why you have all your cell phones today. For sovereignty, for the republic. I'm the guy who, at Judicial Watch, which I founded, uncovered the Chinagate scandal. Millions of dollars going to the Clinton campaign, corrupting our political system. For the privacy of citizens. And I'm the only guy to have enjoined the National Security Agency from mass surveillance on hundreds of millions of Americans. Tearing it up. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. Bringing it back. We're going to take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers. It's not just talk. We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Clayman, special prosecutor, is making the news. And now, here's Larry. Welcome to this week's edition of Special Prosecutor with Larry Clayman. It'll be entitled, The Legal Profession, Particularly the Judges, Have Hit a New Low. Coming on as our guest is Michael Pendleton, who used to work with me, director of the Western Office at Judicial Watch years ago, who's working with me. He's actually the citizen's judge on the case where we're trying Biden, Hunter, and James for bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia, and also Fauci for negligent homicide, as well as some federal judges. Let me tell you why the legal profession has hit a new low, and they used Donald Trump as an excuse to do it. One of the judges that I actually wrote about in my new book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, the absolute most dishonest and corrupt judge I've ever appeared in front of, she's number one on the list of the Judicial Hall of Shame in the federal court, is one Colleen Kohler-Catelli. Remember that name? Colleen Kolarkatelli, and Mike's had experience with her. When he comes on, he'll tell you about that, because every conservative group, when she was up for confirmation as a Clinton appointee, opposed her. And that might explain why he hates conservatives so much. She also had worked for the ACLU, and in addition to that, her husband actually helped defend Clinton during the Monica Lewinsky scandal because he represented some Secret Service agents that didn't want to turn over information about what Clinton was doing in the White House with Miss Monica. That being said, she has reared her incredibly ugly, cruel head again. And she's putting away January 6th peaceful protesters for reasons that have nothing to do with whether they committed a crime or not. 
these peaceful protesters went into the Capitol peacefully. Some of them made comments that they were pleased to be protesting that day. That was enough to have one of my clients, Jesus Rivera, who I didn't represent in the criminal case with Catelli because I've been fighting with Catelli for years. It wouldn't have done him any good, but he's the lead plaintiff in a case in the Northern District of Florida, class action against Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Christopher Wray, and the Justice Department for their violation of constitutional rights of January 6th protesters. But this week, Catelli issued a ruling that an individual by the name of Danaean, D-A-N-E-A-N, I may not pronouncing it right, McAndrew, is guilty of several crimes because President Trump asked him to go protest at the Capitol on January 6th. Unbelievable. And my client, he was convicted. He got eight months in prison. He's in prison as we speak because he testified that this, or at least he stated that this was a happy day in his life. So he becomes part of the so-called insurrection. Danae and McAndrew becomes part of the insurrection. People are being prosecuted for expressing support for President Trump. And everybody knows that has any degree of intelligence that President Trump won the election. There's no way that a brain-dead moron whose IQ, check it out on the Internet, is 112, slightly higher than someone who's mentally retarded, who no one showed up for any of his rallies or anything like that, that they had to keep hidden in his basement because they didn't want people to see, frankly, how brain dead he was and how stupid he is. No one believes that Biden was legitimately elected president, unless, of course, you're playing the game. You're playing the game of the left, and that's what it is. But Catelli is symptomatic of some of the federal judges, particularly Clinton appointees and Obama appointees. But it's also Trump appointees. He didn't know who he was appointing. He appointed people like Michael Kelly, and we'll get to that, who, frankly, are a bunch of establishment hacks. And that court, the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, it's like a witch's cauldron in Macbeth. Nearly every judge there, in fact, every judge, is so politicized, so corrupt, that they can't see the forest from the trees. I had filed actually an ethics complaint against Kohler Catelli recently because she discriminates against me. She requires me to file pleadings in physically. That cost me a lot of money because I'm not in Washington anymore. It cost me $200 to send a process server over for to file. And then the clerk doesn't file it on time and my rights get affected. Well, another corrupt judge on that court, an individual by the name of Srinivasan, who was actually mentioned by Obama as being a Supreme Court justice, God forbid, who covered up uh, some of the atrocities that occurred with my Iranian clients that were killed by the regime. It's a long story. We'll have that discussed some other day. He said, oh, there's nothing wrong with discriminating against Mr. Clayman in that regard. I mean, other people can file electronically. Other judges have said I can file electronically as much as they're also compromised and corrupt. That's There's no problem. That's just her discretion. She can do that even when it compromises my rights. And it's a long story with Catelli. I have moved to disqualify her in cases at least six times over the last 20 years. She is a vile, disgusting human being. And now she sends these people to prison because they say they were heeding the request of President Trump to go to the Capitol to participate, which then makes them part of the insurrection. But let me tell you about another Clinton judge. This one is even better than than this one in terms of what he just did recently. You might remember 
that President Trump had filed a RICO case, the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, against Hillary Clinton and others for all of their lies, deceits, and crimes that they committed in starting the Russian collusion investigation. We know Hillary Clinton was behind it. Her lawyers were behind it. They are the ones that got Christopher Steele. They're the ones that ponied up false affidavits. They're the ones that went in and lied to the FBI. And it was an excellently pled case. I read it, but I predicted at the time when it was assigned to this judge, Donald Middlebrooks, in the Southern District of Florida in Palm Beach, because I've had issues with him myself for clients and also for me over the years. I had filed a similar RICO case years ago, which he dismissed. Jeannie Ree, who became part of Mueller's investigation team for Russian collusion, was the lawyer for the Clinton Foundation. Well, I said to the Donald when this thing was filed, I said it publicly, you have no chance with Judge Middlebrooks. Dismiss it, go file it somewhere else. This guy's bad news. He's corrupt. He's dishonest. He is the male version of Catelli. And sure enough, yesterday, he sanctioned Trump and his attorneys $1 million for filing that lawsuit. Now, he had previously dismissed that lawsuit, which he shouldn't have dismissed. It was a, it was a valid lawsuit. But in sanctioning these lawyers and Trump for $1 million, this judge said, and I'm quoting, this case should never have been brought. Its inadequacy as a legal claim was evident from the start. That's totally false. Then he added, no reasonable lawyer would have it, would have filed it. Intended for a political purpose, none of the counts of the amended complaint state a cognizable legal claim. And then he pointed to Trump's pattern of, quote, mis- misusing the courts to serve political purposes, adding frivolous lawsuits should not be used as a vehicle for fundraising or fodder for rallies or social media. Another quote from this hack judge, this honest judge, frankly, he should be prosecuted himself. Quote, Mr. Trump is using the courts as a stage set for political theater and grievance. This political behavior interferes with the ability of the judiciary to perform its constitutional duty. That is, in a nutshell, what, what I, why I wrote my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. You can get it at freedomwatchusa.org. These judges are being tried for crimes violating their oath of office. They're being indicted by our citizens' grand juries. They're being tried. Michael Pendleton will sit over these trials. We need to bring about justice. It's why Jefferson said, unelected, unaccountable to the people, they would become despots and tyrants causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again every 20 years or so, adding, what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty? It's the natural manure of government. Without federal judges that will protect us from the tyranny of themselves and the other branches of government, all three branches, then we're left defenseless. What what option is there other than revolution? In this case, counter-revolution. These are leftist judges. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not advocating anything of that sort. But it's why they need to be tried, convicted, sentenced, and put away where the sun don't shine. And we're working on that. And it's not just the judges. It's those who actually control disciplinary councils in the District of Columbia. District of Columbia is worse than a swamp. I don't even know the word to describe it. It's a putrid cesspool. And 
just recently, the head of the Board of Professional Responsibility at the District of Columbia Bar, which oversees attorney discipline that I've been fighting with for years, a guy named Matthew Kaiser, as disgusting as Middlebrook and Catelli, files a lawsuit against Trump, wrongful death, for allegedly someone who died during January 6th, files it against Trump. Well, at the same time, when I sue him, and I've sued him a number of times, he says, oh, I have immunity. You can't sue me. Well, Trump had immunity according to his standards as well. So this is, and, and how do you make the leap that Trump's responsible for somebody's death? There's no nexus there. There's no causation. It's total sham. And the head of the disciplinary council of D.C. Bar, Hamilton Fox, another disgusting human being, ultra leftist, and all these people have donated heavily to Clinton and everybody I've sued, by the way. He personally prosecuted Giuliani because he was Trump's lawyer. So this is where we are, fellow patriots. We have no legal system, and it's why you need to go to Freedom Watch, sign up for our Justice League, contribute to our cause, because only we will write the corrupt legal profession in this country and bring it back to be administered by the American people, not by these despots. Be right back. Dangerous. I don't care. Use the court and the law. Lethal. This is bad. Special prosecutor. Very bad. Larry Clayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. I'm back with Mike Pendleton, my good friend, colleague, worked with me at Judicial Watch, was on the Free Congress Foundation with the conservative icon Paul Weirich a number of years ago, played a role in selection of judges would recommend them or not recommend them and mike played a role in not recommending and there were a number of conservative groups that took this position judge colin kohler catelli that we've just talked about that just convicted someone because she claimed that he was doing trump's bidding on january 6th the guy was completely peaceful mike by the way now i also mentioned that we'll be taking this up with our citizens grand juries and these matters you know may indeed come before you but give us your opinion of Judge Catelli. What do you know about her? Well, she's a she's a radical lefty, has been for many years, uh, and it's a consequence of the Senate not not properly doing its its job as far as uh, confirming, advise, and consent. They unanimous consent most of these quote judges, and they absolutely do very little if any they defer to the senator from the state where the where the uh, uh the nominees from and no one wants to have anyone dispute their particular person and so what you get is liberal hacks from liberal politicians liberal senators and so it's not surprising that these judges are radical and you know, we don't have to live with this. The Senate has to do its job. And if it does, we get different judges. We get better judges. We get judges that actually judge instead of political hacks that go with their particular policy preferences. 
Yeah, and I, and I want to make it clear that we get these hacks not just put forward by Democrat presidents and Democrat senators, but we're getting hacks now putting forward by Republicans because they're not vetted, as you say. They don't really check these people out. Now, in the context of Catelli, who just convicted someone who was totally peaceful because Trump urged him and others to go to the Capitol, which therefore makes them part of an insurrection. So he's making a ruling that this was an insurrection. She writes this opinion. The guy made a mistake and had a judge tried, but it wouldn't probably done much difference in the District of Columbia with those leftist juries. But she's writing basically to the Attorney General Merrick Garland saying that Trump should be indicted. That's exactly what she's trying to do. And in fact, this article, which appeared in the Washington Examiner, pretty much suggests that, that that's what she was doing, trying to lay a predicate to indict Trump for January 6th, using this peaceful protester by the name of Danaean McAndrew as the fulcrum, the foil, to do that. But in this same article by the Washington Examiner, which, by the way, is Washington Republican establishment, the examiner, is quoted Timothy Kelly. That's a judge that Trump appointed, Timothy Kelly. I wrote about him in my book, too. It takes a counter-revolution. He's also compromised and corrupt. And Kelly wrote last week, according to this column, that Trump's comments from a 2020 presidential debate could be used after prosecutors argued the statement was used as a recruiting tool for the riot. Can you believe that, Mike? Un- no, I can't. I can't. It's it's ridiculous. But but again, you know, you have radicals on all sides, and our institutions are filled with them. And so, from the judges to the to the media, one institution after another is filled with radical progressive Marxists who who have these these ideas that they can just create whatever they want, say whatever they want, and that's evidence. It's not evidence. It's ridiculous. And and frankly, for 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 anyone in in the circumstance to be convicted of anything when you had rioters who were literally looting, killing all across the country and essentially virtually nothing happened to them to suddenly switch to these these so-called Trump supporters and come with this heavy hand is obvious that it's 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 just the radical left trying and, to do anything they can to to silence us and it's the republican establishment which was never Absolutely. any friend of trump and in fact they're part of the problem as well they're the flip side of the coin uh because yes. i don't see anyone in that court in the district of columbia that frankly has any degree of integrity anymore including royce lambert he's gone south so anyway we'll be right back with michael pendleton stay tuned more to hear about the state of our legal profession today. And now, four words that make corrupt politicians make wee-wee in their little pants. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Special Prosecutor, Larry Klayman.
Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate. I'm back with Mike Pendleton. Uh, We were talking about judges. Now let's talk about Joe Biden, Mike. Uh, Obviously, I don't want you to talk about the case that we're trying him for, the bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia. You'll be issuing an opinion on that. But let's talk about what he's done with regard to these documents that he just discovered in the trunk of his car, or at least someone did it for him, his uh, Corvette. Uh, sitting in front of his mansion in Wilmington, (laughs) Delaware, a guy who's never done anything in the private sector, who has been a congressman and a senator for 48 years, has mansions all over the place, as if he's some oligarch from Russia. He's obviously been paid by oligarchs from Russia. You don't have to comment. (laughs) But I'm the prosecutor, so I can say what I want. But... (laughs) The thing here, it's just unbelievable. And then yesterday, he does a little thing. You know, they jacked him up with uh, steroids or God knows what to be able to be lucid for a few minutes. And he says, well, there's no there there. Yeah, there's no there there. There's no there there in his brain, Mike. You know, I did it recently. I was curious, the IQs of the presidents. And his IQ, and, and it, several sites turned this up is 112, slightly above someone who's mentally retarded. Okay. (laughs) Well, this is not surprising to me again, because, you know, when he was a young, quote, young senator, he was not the sharpest tool in the shed then. And so as dementia sets in, I'm sure that his capacity is, is, is slowly whittling away. And to the point where, you know, he's, he's using it depends on what is is from Bill Clinton to there there, and both of them are are ridiculous. It's not what they, what they're there. It's the double standard, and and it's the idea that he can criticize Trump, who was president and who could declassify anything he wanted to, any time he wanted to, for any reason whatsoever, compared to a vice president who has no such authority. And he stole documents, has them in his in his the trunk of his car or wherever, so Hunter can get good access to them. And the reality is, what are these documents? Why don't we know what they are? We had pictures of Trumps. Where is the picture of Biden's documents? I can't wait to see them. Yeah, well, I'm what do you want to bet? Yeah, I'm going to argue in front of you, Mike, that it raises an inference that these documents uh, concern Ukraine. Russia, yep. China, and the fact that yep. UK was mentioned, United Kingdom, probably MI6 caught on to the fact that Hunter Biden uh, had access to those documents. They probably were on his laptop. He probably sold them to foreign yeah. entities for money. And God knows, you know, what the real story is. But we'll never find out. You've lived through it, you know, when you were at Free Congress and you know, at One America's Voice, and we were doing commentary with regard to China Gate with Clinton and everything. But you point an independent counsel, that was Ken Starr back then, or you point a special counsel today, and that buries the evidence. That's an excuse for the government, if you want to call it that. I don't think we really have a government to turn it over, you know, not, not just with regard to other legal proceedings, but to make it uh 
available to the public to see what went on. We'll never find out what it's about. It'll be buried. And the Republicans on Capitol Hill, you know, they're using this as a dog and pony show. They're going to use it to raise money. Oh, we're going to have these hearings. We've had how many hearings have we had in our lifetime that amounted to nothing? Okay, it's just entertainment. And that's the subtitle of my book before this one. You know, forget the scandal industry. Uh, you know, they have no power to subpoena anything because to enforce it, they have to go to the Gestapo of a Biden Justice Department to do it. They have no power to indict. Only the Gestapo of a Biden Justice Department can indict anyone. And he's obviously not going to have his own Justice Department indict himself. So this is where the. Yeah. Go on. I was just going to say, and only the. Only the uh, uh, FBI is investigating any of this, and most of that is directed again by the same Gestapo. We're not. We're not uh, at the upper echelons. We're talking about a Gestapo-like FBI that's only going to investigate to the. So even if they found it, even if it was sitting there staring him in the face, I doubt we'd ever see it. You know the whole story. Getting back to the mass surveillance by the NSA, National Security Agency. What Snowden revealed, we years ago at Freedom Watch got two preliminary injunctions against this, but of course that didn't matter. They got to the judge, and the judge didn't want the case to continue. And then, of course, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, you know, said, well, it's okay for people to do this. I wasn't a big fan of Kavanaugh. I don't like what they did to him, you know, with regard to phony sexual harassment allegations, but, you know, he's no great constitutionalist, in my opinion. That being said, however, the NSA knows exactly what went on. They have all the information about Hunter, about Joe, about China, about Russia, about Ukraine. Everything is is grabbed, whether it's text messages or emails or telephone calls. And they're kept for at least five years and probably longer than that. And the British intelligence service is even better than our own. Uh, MI6, you know, James Bond, so to speak. So everybody knows what went on. But it's been covered up across the globe. And, you know, as I uh, will argue to you, is that, you know, Biden, they, they play along because they want something from Biden. Even the Western allies want something from Biden. It's, he's extorted by the fact that the guy has obviously committed crimes along with his son. And, and here you got them going after Trump and, you know, Trump invading his house in Mar-a-Lago and getting into... Melania's underwear drawers, etc. You know, I would suggest if they ever got into Joe's underwear drawers, they probably wouldn't find anything. He's got nothing to put in his underwear. You know, <laughs> the diapers. Yeah, I don't know what he's got anymore. You know, <laughs> probably has to go to the bathroom twenty times a night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Yeah, let's get him some. Uh... <laughs> What's that thing that Joe Theismann used to sell? I forget. Uh, beta beta carotene or something. I don't know. But anyway, enough humor. It's not funny. But, uh, you know, th- this is where we're going in this country, Mike. And that's why, and get your thoughts on this. You participated, and we're very articulate. And people can go to freedomwatchusa.org in our Third Continental Congress. I believe that the time has come to form a new government, not a new nation with honest and ethical leaders to fine tune the constitution, to take immunity away from government officials 
from federal judges who gave it to themselves. And comment on this, Mike. Isn't it interesting that we declare independence from the British crown on July 4th, 1776? King George III took our legal system back away from us, our criminal justice system, to London, to the court of St. James. Yet, and and one of the primary reasons for the con- for the revolution, in my opinion, is because the king was issuing edicts that were rubber stamped by his judges that were illegal. So he had his judges rubber stamp stuff, just like Trump's having his judges, excuse me, not Trump, uh, Biden rubber stamp stuff that he wants right now. Yet these judges claim that they have immunity, that they can't be held accountable for anything. There's nothing in the Constitution that gives them immunity, and there's nothing in any legislation that gave them immunity. They say, oh, we're taking the concept from ancient England. And the concept comes from the fact that the king didn't want anybody to proceed against his judges because he's one of his judges to be yes men. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's crazy. And of course, what we've ended up with is what the anti-federalists were afraid of. And we love the federalists and all, but but they missed some things. And the anti-federalists was con- were concerned about this very thing, that judges would become the center of power and that they would become like lords. And they would they would and then come together. The nine at the time there were less. But at, at this point, the nine come together like an oligarchy and rule the country. And, and in so many ways, that's exactly what's happened. You know, and, and so politicians defer to judges because they don't really want to deal with the hard questions. So they let the judges deal with all the social issues so they can sit back and just get reelected over and over again and never take a controversial stand on anything. Defer to the judges. Let the let the oligarchy, let the lords decide. And to the extent that we do that, every time that happens, self-government is whittled away to the point where we are at a situation where this government is almost, if it's not already, completely untenable. We can't continue like this. We don't have a government that's self-government. We now have a, a government of and by the Lords. Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk about and picking up on Middlebrooks and Middlebrooks sanctioning uh, Donald Trump and his lawyers a mil- over a million dollars for filing a well-pled, in my opinion, RICO lawsuit with regard to Hillary Clinton and company, is the fact that if you look at the docket sheet, this case never proceeded beyond motions to dismiss. How do you run up a million dollars on motions to dismiss? But, but listen to this. The judges that are, I mean, these lawyers that are involved in this case are, of course, Williamson, Connolly, David, Kendall. Uh, you've got Gibson, Dunn, and Crutcher, big law firms. You've got someone who I'm tangling with right now over my lawsuit for Freedom Watch with the PGA Tour and my antitrust lawsuit, a guy named David Marcus, who's not not coincidentally came in to represent Tiger Woods and Roy McElroy and Davis Love III. It shows the link of the PGA Tour to the Democrat Party. Uh, the PGA Tour, you know, has done all kinds of things where some people have suggested it's basically a racketeering enterprise. I believe, frankly, that it is, uh, just like occurred here. Uh, how does a, someone who's the head of the PGA Tour, which is a nonprofit, 501c6, make 15, six, $14 million a year? We can start from that and work backwards. But... It's a combination of the judges and the lawyers that it's a cabal. And 
again, how does someone get hit with a sanction for a million dollars, such as Trump and his lawyers? And if you look at the docket sheet, and I'm going to put it up on our website at freedomwatchusa.org, there was very little activity in the front of the case. A million lawyers in the case, God knows what they were doing. They bring in, you know, all their associates and everybody else and bill high rates and things like that. And then they pony up false uh, fee charges and cost charges. But, you know, this is an example of the legal profession. It's unbelievable. It's not just the judges, it's the lawyers. Well, it's it's an example of what happens when you put politicians in the position of a judge. They act like politicians. They they do what they want to do. They ignore the law. They make up the law. They change the law. They do what they want to do so that they can grease the skids for their friends. And they think that that pol- that putting a politician in as a judge is probably the worst possible thing. There's no there's no integrity. There's no uh, semblance uh, semblance of balance. It's it's one way, and it's the liberal way. And unfortunately, there's not much that can be done at this point. You can't go and impeach every one of these these judges because there's hundreds, if not thousands of them. And so we've got to we've got to come up with a better way to deal with this, some way to restrain them. And I'm not sure what it is at this point, Larry. I know we've talked about a new government and, and some of these other things. And I think that's probably the only solution that works at this point. Yeah, well, you can see that we're in the worst period of American history, Mike. And, you know, far worse than in the days and months and years leading up to 1776 economically with regard to crime. I mean, you name it, open borders, disease. And yet the Republican Party snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Now, why is that? Because they stand for nothing, because they don't represent us. In any event, uh, I think we're out of time here. Let's go to the next segment, the verdict. Let's give a verdict on this mess. We'll be right back. was a trial lawyer, he sliced him and diced him. People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country that put you at risk? In a meat packing plant. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A very special prosecutor, Larry Clayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. And now the verdict, ladies and gentlemen. People of faith, conservatives, libertarians, those who believe in the vision and creation of our founding fathers. And by the way, before I get carried away, because frankly, I am so mad right now. I mean, I could do this show for 10 hours. I wouldn't be done. But I want people to go to freedomwatchusa.org. Please contribute with tax-deductible contributions. We are your Justice Department. You have no Justice Department. The government's Justice Department has become like a Hitler-esque Gestapo. And we need to defend ourselves peacefully and legally. So go there and contribute to our cause with tax-deductible contributions at freedomwatchusa.org. And get my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, with a contribution of over $50. We'll send it to you for free, or you can get it at Amazon.com, BooksAmillion.com, BarnesandNoble.com, all major booksellers, because this is 
the manifesto to save this country. And if you have any suggestions, please send it to me at leclayman at gmail.com, K-L-A-Y-M-A-N. But Mike, this is my thought, is that with a Republican Party who gets into power and says on several occasions over the last decade, oh, we're going to balance the budget. We're going to reform Obamacare. We're going to tell the American people, be transparent of what's really happening in Washington. And of course, they do none of that. And then everyone predicting a landslide. These, you know, if, if this had been a party that had had any degree of principles, it, it would have been a landslide. But they barely take control of the House of Representatives. They put in power Kevin McCarthy, who's a Republican establishment hack. And then Trump himself supports him after McCarthy wanted to have him impeached after January 6th, or at least declared incompetent under the 25th Amendment. To me, what what choice is there when you don't have an opposition party and we don't have other parties yet? Of course, we're forming a new one, the new American Independent Party and a, a separate organization. But what choice is there but forming a new government, a shadow government and, and moving on? Another 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 party is a possibility or an entirely new government uh, may be necessary. But either way, it, it requires many people. And that includes every single person that's listening to this to get involved and to not allow these things to take place. It's when we sit and do nothing, we become part of the problem. And so it's not just it's not just uh, enough to talk about it. We've got to get up and actually do something about it. And I know you're a big proponent of that. And I, and I appreciate that because that's really the only solution is we've got to get moving. It's time to get up and get moving and getting involved. Well, and that's the subtitle of my book, Wake Up America. You know, I've said it several times on this show and elsewhere is that I have people in my own extended family. They're not family by blood. But have said to me, hey, Larry, you know, you're 71, retired, take it easy, you're going to get a heart attack or a stroke. Let the Republicans do it. To me, that is offensive. I'm offended by that. Because, you know, they have kids, they have grandkids. And to say, I'm just going to check out, you know, and count my my rubles here, no pun intended. <laughs> and, you know, as Biden does, probably on a daily basis, so he probably doesn't know what you know, what he even has in the bank at this point, they have to tell him. But to say that makes you as guilty as the people committing the crimes. We cannot sit there. If you care about your kids and grandkids and future generations, you can't figure you're going to ride this thing out. I'll be dead anyway in 10 years or 20 years or whatever the case may be. Uh, You know, what about the kids? What about middle-aged people? They need to get involved too. I hope they will go to Freedom Watch and join our cause at freedomwatchusa.org. You're a great patriot, Mike, and I've always appreciated you. You're very articulate. And what's really important is to be able to educate the American people. And they need to wake up now before it's too late. Our country is today is the two year mark of Joe Biden being being so-called president. He has virtually destroyed the country in two years. Unprecedented. Your final thoughts. Well, just that I I agree with you 100 percent, Larry, and I thank God that you continue to to uh, move forward. And the verdict is that is that this government is guilty of sedition, of being inappropriate, of not doing the job it was designed to do. And so if Americans want self-government, they're going to have to stand up and work for it. It's not going to happen on its own. 
Absolutely, Mike. Thank you for everything. God bless. We'll have you back. Uh, you're my great friend and colleague. And thank you for you. We need more Mike penalties. Until next time. God bless you. The Father and Son will only help us if we help ourselves. That's my final word. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.